American people stand firm in the faith which has inspired this nation from the beginning. We believe that all men have a right to equal justice under law and equal opportunity to share in the common good. We believe that all men have the right to freedom of thought and expression. We believe that all men are created equal because they are created in the image of God. From this faith, we will not be moved. Hello, God bless America, and welcome to the Freedom of Thought podcast. I'm your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Freedom of Thought is available on all of your favorite podcasting apps, or so I should hope, as it is spread around at least 10 or 12 platforms, something along, along that line. So, thank you. It is a, Thank you for downloading and listening to this show. It is a great pleasure to have you back on board with me once again today, as we're going to talk a little bit about the runoff and all that, and the frustration with that, and how predictable. It's like watching Tom and Jerry, basically. I'll talk about that. And of course, something Bud Grant said on Dan Barrero on Tuesday, pretty much the same day. Very disappointing day for a lot of us in a lot of ways. Um, I, it, it it just like, it stunned me. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I couldn't believe it. Uh, like, really? Did he really just say that? He said it. So it kind of broke my heart a little bit, and I think of him quite differently now. So you hear a bit little soundbite of what Bud Grant had to say. So it's kind of going to be the runoff and Bud Grant and, I don't know, and other conversations on the on the Facebook page and Twitter possibly. At Freedom of Thou is the Twitter account, and Facebook is facebook.com forward slash freedom of thought. Of course, all of that will be in the show description. Also, uh, the crypto.com which is an app, basically, for all of your smart devices. Everybody's heard of Crypto.com, I hope, by now. It is. <laughs> yep, it's an app. Uh, there's a link on there for you to click on it. It'll help the show. So please do. Click on it and, you know, open your account. It'll help the show and help you. $25 in your account right away. So there, I get into that. Let's talk about the runoff a bit. Herschel Walker ultimately decided, uh, excuse me, they decide on Raphael Warnock. That's great. 51.4% versus... Uh, Herschel Walker's 48.6, 1,816,096 for Warnock, 1,719,483. So it's like a little, it's like 90-some thousand votes potentially. But the fact of the matter is, as Bob Bierman will always say on Truth to Ponder, when you count corrupted votes, when you recount corrupted votes, they're still corrupted. So it's like too late. It's like pouring blue dye in water. And well, let's get the blue dye out by just re. Let's just uh, let's just count the blue. Let's just count the water again. Well, the blue dye is still in there, so it's like too late. I know it's a weird comparison, but it's like let's pour it in this glass and pour it back. The blue dye is still there, so the damage is done. There's nothing you can do. You're screwed. They're not going to individually take out all the all the fraudulent ones, and of course, why would they, right? So I don't believe well Raphael Warnock won this fairly, and. Again, so predictable. Oh, it's going to go to runoff, so you never know. Maybe Herschel Walker is going to come out a victor. We're going to find out. They're going to they're going to expose the uh, they're going to expose all the uh, all the lies and cheating. No, they're not. They're just going to recount the lie and cheating votes as well as the uh, legitimate ones. And guess what? Raphael Warnock, shock of the decade, is the winner. So absolute BS again. Tom, Jer- it's Tom and Jerry. Tom, it's like the cat. He's he's chasing the the mouse. Tom is the cat. Jerry's the mouse, of course. Tom's chasing the little mouse <laughs> into the little mouse hole, puts his hand in the mouse hole, pulls out a dog. Oh, gee, I never saw that coming. Oh, oh chomp. You know, he chomped on 
on, on Tom's hand, basically. And then here comes the, yep, and then there you go. So it's so predictable, so predictable. Tom and Jerry, one thing after another, one predictable, stupid thing after another. Lucy pulling the ball away from Charlie Brown. Predictable, predictable, predictable. Like you knew she's going to screw him over no matter what happens, no matter what the situation. There was one episode where she finally did leave it there and Charlie Brown accidentally kicked her hand or thumb whatever and caused an injury it's kind of funny <laughs> so that's just figured so it's charlie brown never able to kick the ball i'll stay away from vikings uh, minnesota vikings kicker history of course this show is based in golden valley minnesota which is a western suburb very close to minneapolis unfortunately a cobalt blue demographic politically yeah it sucks um georgia of course mostly red but yeah surprise of the decade atlanta's cobalt blue as again, truth to ponders, Bob Bierman will say, uh, always check that show out. I'm sure a number of you have already, and yeah, it's really good. I look up to him. He does a great job. Uh, he's been in radio forever and ever and ever since the early 70s, basically. So he just does an amazing job. Conservative Christian and all of that. And he's been a preacher. He still is, so or ordained and all that, everything. So does a fantastic job. Um, now let's hear what Herschel Walker had to say. This is Fox News, so it's just a quote. So, uh, again, and I don't see Fox News as, like, biased <laughs> for conservatives, although a lot of people do and all that. There's a lot of liberals in Fox News, okay? There are quite a few. In fact, they're going to disappoint the heck out of you. It's a bunch of rhinos, honestly, but <laughs> a bunch of bush, bushy raw rhinos. George W. Bush, give me a break. George H.W. Bush, holy cow, scary. Um, Herschel Walker concedes in the, in the uh, you know, the bitter runoff, as they say. Herschel Walker's quote is, I want to thank all of you as well because we've had a tough journey, have we not? But one of the things I said when they called the race, I said the numbers doesn't look like they're going to add up. Yeah, so Walker told the crowd on Tuesday night. He continued, Dan Walker, but one of the things I want to tell you is never stop dreaming. I don't want any of you to stop dreaming. I don't want any of you to stop believing in America. I want you to believe in America and continue to believe in the Constitution and believe in our elected officials. Most of all, continue to pray for them. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Continue to pray for the elected officials. Maybe, just maybe, like I had some, uh, I had this, you know, this sense. It was like a sixth sense type of feeling that somebody very important, somebody very evil, we'll say, somebody that we see right now is very evil, would suddenly become a Christian. So that's going to be very interesting. Um <laughs> It's going to be super interesting to see how uh, things turn out. I, I have a feeling, and it would make sense. It would make sense that somebody like an Obama, like a Pelosi, like a like a uh, uh, even Fauci, that'd be really interesting. Like a, a Biden, like a who who knows? You know, like one of the people that we look at today as a disgusting jerk, basically, or whatever, a disgusting jerk who is destroying this country will suddenly become a born again Christian and completely go the opposite direction. Which will, which could uh, stem the tide a bit, so it could be very, very interesting. Also, big star in the NFL, obviously linebacker who tortured the Vikings just a few weeks ago, and when the Vikings lost, was it forty-one to three? It was absolutely depressing. Micah Parsons, linebacker, number eleven, Dallas Cowboys, had some interesting things to say about Joe Biden. According with this whole Brittany Griner nonsense, what an unfair situation that was. Uh, Paul Whalen. A U.S. Marine veteran was not involved in the exchange. Whalen was sentenced to 16 years in 2018 for espionage charges. Whalen's absence in the deal did not go unnoticed by Dallas Cowboys star linebacker Micah Parsons. Wait, nah. 
We left a Marine? Hell nah. <laughs> Parsons posted on his Twitter account. Um, and then, what, what did... So, of course, there's some tweeting. Yeah, here we go. So, Micah Parsons continues on Twitter. Moments ago, I spoke to Brittany Griner. Okay, this is Biden. Moments ago, I spoke to Brittany Griner. She is safe. She's on the plane. She's on her way home. Yay, some podhead, some podhead WNBA star who's who's gay. We're happy for uh, she's like kind of, I think she's like a half, half black. She's not full black. I don't think there's no way she's pretty white, <laughs> honestly, but that doesn't matter. The race doesn't matter except for maybe the woke crowd and everything like, okay, they'd favor. Yeah, they would. The woke, the woke crowd would favor race over anything. It should favor the right person at the end of the day, or just bring them both. Like all lives matter. Bring them both. Hello. All lives matter. We should, we should be able to have both of them back. So it's, it's ridiculous. Um, should she be locked up in prison forever for weed? No. Um, do I like people that smoke weed? I try to steer clear. I, they're boring, they're lazy, and quite frankly, they're not headed in the right direction. They're around the wrong people. So it's like PJ Flex said years ago about like you hang out with turds, you become one. And of course that offended a bunch of people and whatever. Screw them. Get offended all you want. You hang out with turds, you become one. That's a fact. I said it. Okay. Um, so now we continue to what uh, Micah Parsons had to say about Joe Biden. So it's like, yeah, the administration has faced pressure to bring her home. Yeah, of course, from the woke crowd. Yay, it's a political win. Woo! But then Parsons said, uh, we're still not voting for you. But then Parsons said in the now deleted tweet, unfortunately. So he said he's still not voting for Joe Biden. That's good. Good for you, Micah Parsons. He was actually, uh, quote, tweeting false president, I'll call him that, because I'm very proud to say that, false President Biden. Moments ago, I spoke to Brittany, uh, you know, you know, that, that, you know, I spoke to somebody. Um, she's safe uh, on a plane and she's on her way home. Uh, you know, um, I, I don't even know what I signed. I, I forgot. Um, <laughs> but then, unfortunately, Micah Parsons kind of did the, did the, what do they call it, apologazzle, as Dan Barrera would say it, do a, uh, uh, what's that other, what's that uh, crappy <laughs> secondary player for the Vikings years ago, uh, Waswasser Wanga, like, oh, you know, <laughs> my last tweet was no shot at Brittany Griner, I'm super happy she's back home as she should be, I just have family who have served, and it's crazy to me the president wouldn't bring him home too, yep, so, okay, that's fine, yep, Waylon, um, I'm, I'm the furthest thing from a Trump, so that's great. Furthest thing from a Trump supporter, but I'm not a fan of Biden either. Okay, well, I, I'm sure you're the furthest thing from a Trump supporter. Thanks for sharing that part, but I'm not surprised. Um, but, well, Biden does suck one way or another. So maybe at least he'll wake up and at least come in the right direction one way or another, whether you like Trump or not. Though I remember people saying they didn't like Trump, and then they kind of, you know, changed their point of view about it. But uh, that's obviously... An important topic in the news right now. Very, very recent, obviously, this whole Micah Parsons thing. So I, I kind of figured as much about that, too. <laughs> about he's, he's not a Trump supporter. Yeah, I kind of figured. But, yeah, it's extreme frustration with the whole Herschel Walker and how basically the Republican Party did absolutely nothing to support Herschel Walker in this. Absolutely nothing except for Lindsey Graham. They just kind of left him out as a sacrificial lamb because, well, he's kind of a weirdo. He's not really all all that popular, yet he keeps getting reelected in South Carolina. I'm not sure what the deal is at that, if they just have weak candidates or what. Um uh, a lot of Civil War battles were fought in South Carolina, and unfortunately, they do have a 
bad reputation about things. We'll just leave that as is about being, you know, kind of not on the right side of things when it came to the Civil War and post-Civil War is kind of staying that way, that type of stuff. You can kind of read between the lines there. Um, it is what it is. It is what it is. But um, not a good, not a, you know, he's the only guy that really stood up for Herschel Walker and helped and all that. But it's like, what the heck can you do? Mitch McConnell, about as good a leader as nobody. He's, he's about as good a leader as an amoeba, basically. He's not going to lead anything. Not going to lead anything. He's just going to say, keep keep trouncing us, Democrats. It's okay. It's okay. I'll still get my money. I still get my money. I don't care. Still got my still got my $100 million or whatever the heck it is. Tens of millions, at least. So, like, you've made your millions, but I have tens of millions. Or, you know, that kind of thing. That's pretty much how I feel about Mitch McConnell. And McCarthy doesn't appear to be a much better choice when it comes to the... Uh, uh, Speaker of the House, hopefully we can do better. We'll have to wait and see. But at least the Republicans do have the House. We will not have the Senate. Mitch McConnell will remain the Senate minority leader. And Chuck the Schmuck, Chuck the Schmuck Schumer, will remain the Senate majority leader. Chuck the Schmuck. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? <laughs> I, I love Israel. I love, I love Jewish people. I do not love Chuck Schumer. Chuck is a schmuck. <laughs> so that's obviously a Yiddish term for basically an idiot, a piece of crap, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so we'll continue. Let's talk about, uh, let's talk about Bud Grant. Bud Grant, well, he said something on Dan Barrero this past week that really surprised me. So basically Bud Grant over the course of his life has had a lot of incredibly good fortune, you know, survived multiple plane crashes, survived, uh, was he like in his early teens, him and his friends were like kind of out and about kind of like in a, like kind of like camping cabin that kind of stuff up north like way up north it's a cold place very cold uh very cold very bad storm talking about 1940 here so technology not quite where it is today uh he was out searching for people out in the the storm basically and you know he survived that kind of thing he was kind of literally all out by himself like no car nothing out in a terrible blizzard and a very cold one far far north of here like i believe it was like northern michigan close to Canada, recently in Canada, I believe it was, but uh, in extreme conditions, and he survived that. He was okay. Like, his dad basically had given up. Like, he's dead. It's it's over. This is really depressing and sad. And then uh, everything turned out okay. So, and again, Bud Grant survived multiple plane crashes. And then Dan Barrero kind of uh, bumps into this when they're talking about, like, a book from Bud Grant. Let's hear what they had to say very briefly here. Yeah. So what's the name of the book again? Um, I've been I'm lucky. lucky. I'm lucky. I've I thought lucky. it was going to be. I thought it was going to be somebody up there likes me. I mean, it could be that too. No, I'm, uh, I'm not. I'm are not, you? Are you? You're not a very religious man, are not you? Not at all. No, I don't believe in God. Okay. That's the way you want it. That's the way you're going to get it. Here we go. Oh, what? Come on. And there it is, Bud Grant doesn't believe in God. So very, very, very sad. Very sad. And I know people have a right to their opinion. God gave them that choice. God gave them that choice. But at the same time, it's like you just feel somebody that says that and the way he said it, considering all he's been through. And here he is at age 95, able to remember 1940 like it was yesterday. Um, you know, there's plenty of people like, look at Joe Biden, <laughs> that their their mind starts to go. 
Um, Sid Hartman, he could hardly breathe, basically. He's like, <coughs> and he could hardly talk, and he could hardly hear. Um, I think his memory was decent, but he it wasn't like anything like Bud Grant at age 95. Sid Hartman, of course, local sports columnist that made it to 100 and a half, basically. <laughs> 100 and a half, yeah. But, yeah, I would say Bud Grant is healthier than Sid Hartman. And then he comes up and says that. And is it just because you just think, oh, I'm just lucky. You know, I'm just lucky. And what, what are we all, just like animals that live and die? And heck, I even wouldn't be surprised if animals go to heaven too or whatever. But hopefully some of them do. And I'd love to see my cat up there someday. But, well, we'll see. We will see, won't we? Um, but for him to completely dismiss God the way he does, and after 95 years on this earth and everything he's been through, to completely dismiss God... And on a station that probably reaches, well, when you get to the podcast combined with live listeners, hundreds of thousands of people, it it, it had to be that by now. Just to back openly, I, I don't believe in God. Like, doesn't care. Like, get out. Like, get out of here with that kind of talk. Really, man. So, I feel very differently about him now. <clears throat> I always kind of saw him as a good conservative man. He seemed like he was. He seemed patriotic. Like he expected the. You know, yeah, he had his players standing for the national anthem with the helmet at their side and the hand over their heart, kind of like, kind of like a in a, in a in a military way, but in a very respectful way, not like overly serious, but serious. You know what I mean? Serious enough, respecting the country and, and all that and the history of this country. I, I kind of saw him that way, but I, I guess it's a possibility you could be that way and still be what he sounds like—an atheist, an agnostic, something like that. But. He also sounded like almost like he's bitter a little bit, the way he said it. So I don't know what he's bitter about. Maybe other people around him dying young, and why is he still here? I don't know if that's what it is, or what the deal is, or what changed, or if he's always been that way. It's hard to say, but all the years of knowing who Bud Grant is. Obviously, I never got to see him coach, unfortunately. I wish. I wish. Uh, I was six years old when he was head coach of the Vikings in 1985, coming back from... Uh, well, he was retired for a year because, and then, you know, after 83, Bud Grant retired, right, from the Minnesota Vikings, head coach, took the Vikings to four Super Bowls in, from 69 to, to 76. So four Super Bowls, lost them all, of course, um, <laughs> which is really sad, unfortunately, and then had some heartbreaking losses as well and like big games, uh, the infamous push-off game with Drew Pearson. And then later on, with a very aging Purple People Eaters team, lost to the Cowboys in 78 in the NFC title game. That's the game before the Super Bowl. For those of you that don't pay attention to sports but know what the Super Bowl is. Um, and then 83, you know, stepped away. Like, I'm, I'm done now. You know, I've had a long, 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 illustrious career. Um, you know, you let somebody kind of take over and take this team in a new direction. Uh, he wanted it to be uh, his offensive coordinator, Jerry Burns. A uh, guy who was very vulgar and crazy, but uh, talented, talented guy, talented coach. Older guy, just like Bud Grant, but deserves a chance to be head coach, at least for a little while. And then they bring in, uh, well, he was another guy who was on the coaching staff, a former Marine named Les Steckel, who took the team to a 3-13 and record. It was just over the top, way too much, way too hard, way too hardcore. It's a football team. You know, football players are supposed to be tough. But football and the Marines are not the same thing. So, unfortunately, Les Steckel learned that hard lesson and never coached in the NFL again, at least not as a head coach. Bud Grant took over for one more year, and Bernsey took over in 86. So that's the story with Bud Grant, of course. Wish I got to see him coach. I never did. But after all the years he was around, you know, a very respected man, 
very accomplished, seemed like a seemed like a good, honest individual, but he never did notice. He never did mention God about anything. And well, that that's a that's a telltale sign that I guess he was kind of always that way. And I never knew. I never knew. Maybe some of you knew many years ago. I don't think any. I don't think he ever really publicly said that because. I don't know. I mean, Barrero didn't even have knowledge of it. And Barrero's, you know, been around forever. He's been in radio for, for years and years. He's been in the newspaper even longer. He obviously stepped away from writing and uh, writing for the Star Tribune in 2002. So that probably was a bit of a surprise as well. Like, he completely doesn't uh, believe in God at all. Um, not only, like, I believe in God, but I don't go to church. You know, that kind of attitude, which isn't that great either. That's lukewarm. That's not real good either. But to be flat out cold as ice... I don't believe in God. That I don't know. That didn't that didn't sit well with me. And I don't know. I swear I'm the kind of guy if I owned some kind of store and I sold his book, I would be tempted to take it off the shelves. I'd be tempted to. I probably wouldn't because it's like what kind of person am I to just to judge and be a, a, a hater basically like that? But I don't know. But Grant kind of sounded like a hater a little bit too there, which was uh, again, that it didn't sit well with me. It just didn't. So I'll get off that now that I've uh, said my piece. Um, I know for a fact I cannot say that on Purple Mafia. I, I can't say what I just did on Purple Mafia. I think people would take it the wrong way and go at me, you know, and it, it might damage the show. So that's where this show is. Plus, it's just, it's you know, it's not really, you know, for Purple Mafia. Purple Mafia is about reviewing games, previewing games. And talking about team news and all that. And maybe news across the league if it's important to the fans locally. I apologize, my throat's getting dry. So, <coughs> sorry. So, we're going to continue now to the uh, Facebook page. I believe I posted some things. I don't know if there was any, like a mailbag. I don't think anybody commented on anything, but they're topics at least. Um, definitely important things. Unfortunately, again, yeah, no, gosh, it's been very inactive. It's been a few days. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm posting it too often now. No, I'm kidding. I'm sure, I'm sure most of you seem to still like the show. Please do tell your friends about it if you could. So, Brooklyn Patriot with an 8, you know, for the instead of an A, so it's like Patriot. That's kind of cool. Um, it's, it's not about Hunter. It's about Daddy using his crack-addicted son to create an international money laundering operation. And that's what's been going on in... Um, yeah, in Ukraine and such, and it's no wonder we're supporting Ukraine so strongly. And of course, anything George Soros comes out and says, like support Ukraine, support Ukraine, I'm going to go the other way. Do you? I mean, George Soros is one of the main main pieces running this New World Order. If there's a if there's a board of directors for the New World Order, and there is, believe me, there is. George Soros is on it. He's on that board of directors. There is no doubt about it. Joe Biden is not. He's too small. Believe it or not, Joe Biden is too small. But uh, there's other pieces. H.W. Bush, I thought, was a little bit higher. <laughs> sure seemed like it. Of course, back in the Kennedy days, he was one of the young ones. <clears throat> That's when he was first around, like in the CIA. Scary stuff. CIA, same place and all that. Interesting, isn't it? In the same place. <clears throat> Quick history lesson. I apologize for that. 13th Amendment. 13th Amendment. Abolished slavery. 100% Republican support. 23% Democrat support. 14th Amendment gave citizenship to freed slaves. 94% Republican support, 0% Democrat support. 15th Amendment 
right to vote for all, 100% Republican support, 0% Democrat support. That's interesting. So that's back then when those reverse came out. So again, Democrat Party is not what a lot of people think it is. And it's, it's really not, considering their behavior for any point of view that differs from theirs, even so, so slightly, they flip out at you. And we're talking 20 years ago, I first really started noticing it. Like, oh, I couldn't associate with you then. When, uh, do you believe in gay marriage? I said, I, I really don't. I don't mean it. I, I respect the people. I don't want them to be hurt or treated poorly, but I don't agree with what, I, I don't agree with the idea of a, of a, to a same-sex marriage. And the person said, well, then I don't think I could be friends or associate with you. It's like, wow, wow. And to think you would open a conversation first before I even talk to you. Do you believe in gay marriage? It's like, holy cow. Wow. I mean, it's that important to you? Seriously? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> wow. Anyhow, um, Mount Rushmore. Ever wonder why there are no Democrats on Mount Rushmore? Yeah, me neither. Yep, because George Washington was like a, a Federalist. Um, the closest thing to a Democrat would have been the best Democrat of all time, Thomas Jefferson. Teddy Roosevelt, of course, again, speaks softly and carry a big stick. 1901, Minnesota State Fair. Of all places, Minnesota, the most cobalt blue cesspool of all time. Teddy Roosevelt said, speak softly and carry a big stick. Whereas here, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's noise, noise, noise all the time. Speak loudly and just be a, be a jerk, basically. That's pretty much what, the, the, what goes on here. So it's just ironic and funny how that took place. Even though it was 1901, people had more sense back then. But still, I mean, <laughs> it's, it, this place has been cobalt blue for years, even, yeah, even still. And then Abraham Lincoln, of course, uh, Honest Abe and blah, blah, blah. He was not perfect. Uh, he was pretty, pretty harsh on the South even before the war, and that's kind of what helped start things and, and all that. So, I mean, there was a big, big difference going on. It was bigger than, I mean, it was more going on before slavery, that, but that became part of the war to help motivate more people to, uh, you know, fight it. Raphael Warnock. Ugh. False Senator Raphael Warnock. I support abortion because it's exactly what Jesus would do. Senate candidate and pastor, quote-unquote, Raphael Warnock. Insane. Absolutely insane. I, uh, what now? <laughs> and I was saying, in case anybody was wondering, this show is now available on iHeartRadio. Yes, this show is now on iHeartRadio. It wasn't before. I thought it was all this time. It is now. So I apologize it wasn't all this time. iHeartRadio is a big one. You could argue it's actually the third most prominent uh, podcast app out there, podcast hosting app out there. Obviously, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just because it's like the main podcast on and or the main podcast app on Android phones. It's uh, and you know it it kind of captures everything. It's it's interesting how it works. It literally just kind of reaches out and captures stuff like oh this is on Spotify. Well, it's on Google too now. It takes a little while to get there, but it's kind of like that. It's like little arteries and blood vessels reaching out, and then, oh, there we go, attached, you know, so it's kind of cool. Um, and then there's this the, the meme here. So political, so it's the image where the little uh, the little African boy's looking at the lady like, really now? It's kind of funny. So politicians tell lies, and if you don't believe them, you're a conspiracy theorist. It's like, yeah, isn't that crazy? That is kind of how they see the world. So... Um, I did have one other thing I'd like to get to before I sign off that is very disappointing and frustrating. Another person in Georgia 
who basically screams to the mountaintops about uh, how great abortion is and how important it is, basically, that people have the right. And almost. And um, Stacey Abrams is the name, Democratic Party gubernatorial candidate. Thankfully, did lose to Brian Kemp, the Republican, but unfortunately, Brian Kemp is pretty much a, a rhino as well, for what we hear from uh, Bob Bierman, Truth to Ponder. Of course, he's uh, he's lived in Georgia, he's lived in Florida, and now lives in... Uh, Chilhawi, Virginia, again, so do check that show out, and don't be afraid to donate as well, I've donated a little bit, so nothing much, but because I don't have a whole lot, but I've, I've donated a little bit, uh, Stacey Abrams, apparently, Creflo Dollar, very, very prominent uh, pastor, uh, he's been an evangelist, but more of a pastor, but yeah, like evangelist, kind of like United States, he'll go around the city, he's been to Living Word before, he's been to uh, Speak the Word before, very, very big name, been on TV and all that, and, you know, good, good preacher and everything, love to hear what he's had to say, has kind of gone off the deep end. He supported Stacey Abrams and very strongly, I believe even had her at the church and everything, so that was very disappointing, very kind of surprising. It seems like it's all about race and, uh, and abortion rights with certain people. Uh, it drives me nuts. Like, no matter how Christian you are, you still end up going with the Democrat Party. It just blows my mind, so... I've heard something about his book is no longer on sale with like some like uh, Kenneth Copeland's website, I believe. So it's stuff like that. Um, then that's kind of how I feel about Bud Grant in a lot of ways. Like I wouldn't want to sell his stuff. I'd feel kind of I'd feel kind of dirty, and I don't know. <laughs> so it's things like that that just disappoints you. You learn something about somebody that's like, geez, geez. You want to have a glass half full feeling, but it almost makes you want to have a glass half empty feeling about people when things like this keep popping up. Hopefully there's more glass half full to come. We shall see. So we'll look to that in a hopeful way. Uh, thank you again. Those of you that do listen, big shout out also to the uh, Final Hour Podcast, Jim Hammond, Jim Calhoun as well. Again, Final Hour Podcast with Jim Hammond, Linnea Farrell, who I actually went to school with at Maranatha Christian Academy, uh, Jim Hammond, the son of Mac Hammond, pastor of Living Word, and Jim's a wonderful preacher especially when he talks about end times. And uh, the final hour podcast is very much about end times and a lot of what's going on in the world. So it's a big thing. Big thing. Highly recommend that. Um, and again, uh, Jim Calhoun also does the Off the Grid podcast. Off the Grid. I want to make absolute sure that <laughs> I'm saying it correctly. Yeah, living, living off grid power and information. Yep, living off the grid, living living the living off grid power and information show. I wanted to make sure I was saying it right because it's kind of a long name, but um yeah, and you can also look up Jim Calhoun, but you should see it out there. Um he does a wonderful job. He comes from Nebraska and yeah, he talks about living off the grid, but he also has a lot of other good things to say besides just that. He thinks the way a lot of us do that listen to freedom of thought and truth to ponder. With that said, have a wonderful Christmas season. We're in it. We're in the middle of it now. And stay away from the crazy uh, the crazy shopping. Be careful. Uh, <laughs> maybe use Amazon. Maybe don't. It's like, I don't know who to buy from anymore. It seems like everybody's like tied in with the wrong people. It's kind of like pick your poison at this stage. Obviously, if you can find some type of a, a Christian way to go. Or even uh, Infowars.com for like medication, stuff like that, vitamins and such. So uh, other than that, all of you have a wonderful couple of days here. We'll see you when I'm back. Probably more news, more conversation out there we'll just to kind of talk about. And please do post on the Facebook page. Please do uh, 
and you know go ahead and uh, join the Facebook page, follow the Twitter account, interact with me. It'd be great. And I need to be more interactive as well. But yeah, please do interact. It'd be nice to hear from somebody. Don't be afraid to call in sometime as well. The way you call in is basically you create an audio submission with your smart device. Just uh, open the free voice recording app that every smart device has. Press record. Treat it like a phone call. And then when you stop, you save it and share it or email it to paladinolive at yahoo.com. Paladinolive at yahoo.com. I would then convert it into an mp3 file thanks to Zumzar with a Z.com. They convert files like audio files and then uh, I can put it in the Audacity app. With that uh, app, uh, excuse me, program here, it, it is an application on the on the laptop. Um, so again, thank you. Tell your friends about the show. God bless the United States of America. Mm-hmm.